We are all connected to each other biologically, to the earth, chemically, to the rest of the universe, atomically. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Earth Body, the podcast where spirituality, wellness, and environmentalism meet. My name is Maya Carl, and I am so excited to be here with you today. What we will be doing today on this episode of Earth Body is I will be sharing my story in terms of the three things that I mentioned earlier that this podcast is all about, as well as explaining what future podcasts will look like. So I hope you come back. Let's get started. Before I begin talking about my story, I just want to share that currently my profession, my career, my passion is being a holistic health coach. And my mission with doing this is to help people guide them to heal themselves so that ultimately the planet will be healed. And you will see as I talk more this episode and in future episodes how this is all connected. So to start with the environmental aspect and to move into the spirituality. So my background with environmentalism definitely started in my childhood. Both of my parents instilled in me a respect for the earth, a respect for creating as little waste as possible, and an awareness about our environment. That being said, I wasn't very well versed in what was going on in the environment and what my direct connection to it was, just that I played a role. As I grew up, I began to have more of a passion for it, which came through a lot with my spirituality, which I'll discuss in a moment. What really sparked my interest and my love and my awareness around environmentalism was my last three years of college. During this time at Eckerd College in St. Petersburg, Florida, shout out to my Eckerd alum, I was working at the school garden, which was a really magical place because as many of you know, Florida is in the south. It's a very warm place. It's almost tropical and you're able to grow many things all year round. So I really got a sense for this climate and what it was capable of and a lot of different fruits and vegetables that can be produced and how to produce them. This was a very special experience for me. And at the same time doing this in college, I was pursuing a communications major, which I sharing my skills here, and a environmental studies minor. This really taught me how the world worked, how it functioned, the issues that were going on in our environment, how we can be of service, and what needs to change. The class that really stuck out for me during my studies was called Environmental Film Colloquium. The really eye-opening part of this class was when I participated in the Environmental Film Festival that was held at my school. What this was was seven days of environmental films back to back, and it was mandatory to go see most of them. It was inspirational, educational, heartfelt, beautiful, and also exhausting. Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally exhausting. But what I did come away with that week was realizing that my life is going to be dedicated to doing service for the environment in some way, shape, or form. 
So that was a real blessing, even though it was very difficult to process and be a part of. After graduating from Eckerd, I decided to move to Knoxville, Tennessee and participate in an 11 month long AmeriCorps term. For those of you who aren't sure what AmeriCorps is, it is very comparable to the Peace Corps in that it is a term of service. It's a shorter commitment depending on what program you decide to do and there are so many different opportunities all around the country, so it's domestic. You don't have to go overseas for it. And this experience was genuinely life-changing. I worked with CAC AmeriCorps. CAC stands for Community Action Committee, which is where the AmeriCorps office was based out of. This core was strictly, was, is strictly environmental. So out of the 40 people, there were about 24 to 30 service sites, and they were all focused on helping the environment aiding it, being of service, and I got to not only participate in my own service site, but to participate and volunteer for all of these other incredible places. So my service site was the incredible, is the incredible CAC Beardsley Community Farm, and it is thriving today. If you ever have a chance in Knoxville, Tennessee to go check out CAC Beardsley Community Farm, I highly recommend it. This incredible nonprofit grows thousands and thousands of pounds of produce a year and donates it directly to hunger relief organizations in the area. They provide fresh, local, organic, delicious, love-filled food to people who don't necessarily have access to it. And being here for almost a year was a huge teacher in love, compassion, patience, farming skills, um, and nonprofit work, which was so fulfilling and gratifying. I got to see firsthand people being empowered by learning where their food comes from, how to grow it, and being a part of the whole process from seed to being able to enjoy it at the end. It was really magical, and I hope to do that with people for years and years to come. Aside from working with Beardsley, I had the pleasure of being able to do other environmental actions. I got to do many uh, river and stream cleanup, as well as huge waste diversion efforts, mostly at college football games, which, let me tell you, is something that you have never seen. The things that people throw away buy just to have for tailgating is mind-blowing. We would divert thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds of food that would have just gone in a landfill into this massive composting program. So that I will talk about in later episodes as well, but this was really an eye-opening experience for me in terms of waste and zero waste and really using your resources to the efficiently and mindfully. After my AmeriCorps term, I returned to my home state of New York, where I was for just a few months, and then I proceeded to travel to California, but not before falling in love. This is something that I will definitely talk about in later episodes. So me and my best friend got in the car, and we headed west, and during this time, we got to see many different biological regions in the country, different communities, different ways of living, different foods. 
And it really gave me an idea of how vast this country is and how really vast this world is and how much diversity there is in the earth and in people when you really open your eyes. Upon returning home from the West Coast about four months later, after taking an incredible leadership through yoga philosophy workshop by the magnificent Kobe Kozlowski, look her up, she is life-changing, I proceeded to start my holistic health coaching training, which has led me to where I am at now. This brings in the wellness. So to rewind a little bit for my history with wellness, I want to share that I have struggled with anxiety and depression for what feels like forever. It definitely hasn't been my entire life, but some days it has felt like forever. And I didn't know much about health and wellness. It wasn't a big part of my life. I was never a very athletic person at all, and I really did not appreciate the food that I was consuming throughout middle and high school, if I can think back that far. So as I grew older and as I was surrounded by more people who were into wellness and into healthy eating and helping themselves, it really did spark my interest. And especially when I was in college, like I mentioned before, and working at the garden, I had the advantage and the privilege to have access to fresh produce that I was growing. And this immediately made my diet healthier because I was cooking my own food. It was fresh. It was local. It was organic and delicious. And I really enjoyed it. And I noticed changes in my health. I noticed changes in my skin and in my weight. And it really ignited my wellness fire that burns strong within me today. In addition to having a history of anxiety and depression, I have also had a history of body image issues and eating disorders. And that has definitely played a big role in my passion for wellness because as I have grown and moved past a lot of these issues, I really want to help others do the same because like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, how we treat and view ourselves is very reflective of how the environment is. And I will speak way more about that. So don't worry. Becoming a holistic health coach was one of the best decisions of my life that I've ever made because not only was the training very, very healing for me, but I have already been able to see progress and change in my clients. And it is so amazing to know that I'm helping people and to see them helping themselves because that is really the key here is that everyone has the knowledge and the skills and the ability to heal themselves. But sometimes we need some guidance and accountability and love and support. And so that is what I'm here to do. Moving right along to the spiritual aspect. I was raised Unitarian Universalist for the early years of my life. For those of you who don't know about this faith, religion, spiritual practice, what I described it when I was younger to my friends who didn't understand was that it is the hippie religion. It is basically a religion that respects and honors all religions. So it is this umbrella faith where you are really allowed to believe whatever you want and be respected and honored for it. For example, the coming of age ceremony is you declaring what you believe to the community. And that can be anything. It can be a specific faith. It can be following um, 
a specific belief system, but it doesn't have to be. So that was very special and I think really set me up for open-mindedness about spirituality growing up. When I was about eight years old, my mother and sister and I stopped attending the Unitarian Universalist Church, although we still held a lot of those values dear. At that time, my mother introduced us to this incredible women's circle where this wonderful, deep, supportive group of women honor themselves, honor the earth, and honor the divine that is in all of us and all around us. And this has really deepened my spiritual practice through the years. In addition to this women's circle that meets every full moon, I also have started a meditation practice every day for about the last three years, which has really helped with anxiety, with depression, and with making my path clear for myself. I make it a priority every single morning, and if it doesn't happen in the morning, it happens later in the day. And when it doesn't happen, which is very infrequently, something feels a little off. It really grounds me and brings me back to reality when my mind gets a hold of me. I know I am not the only one that happens to. Our minds have a tendency to race and go a million miles a minute, and mine is definitely on that track sometimes. So meditation, especially at the beginning of the day, really helps center me and get me ready to have a fantastic day. I hope through sharing my story, you kind of get a sense how everything is very connected. One thing flows to the other and vice versa. You will see that this undeniable interconnectedness is a theme throughout this podcast because that is really my goal in sharing this and sharing my love about it is to help you, to help me, to help all of us awaken to the fact that we are all interconnected. As I said in the beginning with Neil deGrasse Tyson's quote, there is no separation. We are connected to ourselves, we are connected to each other, and we are connected to the planet. So whatever we're doing to ourselves is going to be reflected in the environment around us. There is no mistake that with all the environmental chaos in the world that we hear about all the time, that there is so much internal chaos that many people are experiencing on a day-to-day basis. So if we can work from the inside out, we can heal. We can heal ourselves. We can heal each other. And we can heal the planet. It's not too late. I want to thank you all for listening and tuning in today. I really look forward to sharing so much more with you. And I want to also add what is to come. So I will be talking myself about many different subjects that I am passionate about and that I would like to share with you. And I will also be interviewing all kinds of people. Everyone from a 94-year-old spiritual guru who's been meditating every day since she's been 18 to the leaders of community farms, to personal trainers, to people who have had amazing fitness journeys, athletes, parents, daughters. Everyone has a story to tell and to share, and I really wish to uncover that. So thank you again for tuning in. I can't wait to share more with you. And I am always open to feedback and suggestions. If there's anything that you would like to learn more about or hear more about, I would love that. So please feel free to reach out to me. Uh, my website is mayacarlcoach.com. And my email is maya.h.carl 
at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day. I really can't wait to share more with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.